0: By Parks Casino and Sportsbook and Elliott Shore Parks, the Eagles fired Doug Peterson to hire Nick Sirianni, Elliott.
1: Doesn't seem like you like the hire based oh, off of that oh, description oh, but of it. Does look, that seem like you're super excited based off of your uh, introduction of Nick Sirianni? Was like it that, that obvious? or The Italian stallion?
0: The new Italian stallion in Philadelphia? Look, oh man. And it's funny because Elliott and I were... All lined up to record right now at this time just to, to do an update. Oh, you know, it's seeming like Sirianni's real. Is it McDaniel, Sirianni, Deuce? And literally minutes, minutes before we're about to record the Adam Schefter tweet comes. Nick Sirianni is your new head coach. I'll get my thoughts in a sec, but you, you, when, when we found out that Sirianni was interviewing and through the process, you've been certainly more bullish about the idea than I have What are your thoughts on Sirianni, the hire? We'll get into the process and, and all that, but just Nick Sirianni, I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't really know much to anything about him. What are your thoughts
1: about Sirianni? Well, about a week ago, I don't think anybody really knew a lot about (laughs) him, right? I mean, I think we've all tried to educate ourselves on him, but you know, that doesn't mean he's not a good hire just because he wasn't viewed like an Arthur Smith type of candidate or a Joe Brady does not mean he won't be a good hire. Um, My initial reaction on this is I like it. And I know I'm probably lying to myself. I know I'm probably going to be wrong. But I can't help that that's my initial feeling. I don't feel the sense of this was a complete mess. This is who they ended up with like you do. I I don't – that doesn't mean you're wrong. I just – that's just – I can't lie. That's not how I feel. When I think about Nick Sirianni, I like that he's young. That was something I really wanted in a a new head coach. So he checks that box. I like that he's offensive-minded. I really wanted that in a new head coach. I like that he's worked with quarterbacks. That's also a major plus for me. The only thing I don't like about it is he hasn't called plays before. And I guess of those four things, if I had to pick one, it would be not calling plays because, you know, he's going to, presumably, he's going to do it now. Frank Reich uh, had experience calling plays, but didn't do it in Philly and then went to Indianapolis and has done a good job with it. I like coming from the Frank Reich co- coaching tree. Um, he didn't call plays, but the numbers are there. I mean, two of the last three years, his offenses have been inside the top 10. When you look at what he's done with quarterbacks, uh, Andrew Luck didn't play in 2017. In 2018, he came in and had a phenomenal year. I think his highest passer rating of his career. Uh, Phillip Rivers played really well last year with him. Now, again, there's the Frank Reich thing that just overshadows it. Like, we don't know. Just kind of like we with McDaniels, with Belichick and Brady. Like, we don't know, right? But... The numbers are there, and I think that he has uh, enough experience coaching in the NFL where he's not a Joe Brady type. Um, he doesn't come with the baggage that a Josh McDaniels does. Maybe McDaniels has a bit of a higher ceiling, maybe. I don't even know if I believe that, but that would be maybe one argument. But he has no baggage. He hasn't been fired before. He's not a retread. He's never been involved in cheating scandals. There do not appear to be concerns about his character. Uh, I have not met him yet. I have not talked to him. But just watching videos of him, he seems like a nice guy. So yeah, I'm fine with it, honestly. Like, I'd prefer him over, like, Robert Sala or or uh, oh, Urban Meyer. That's crazy. Though. I would. It's crazy. It's not, I, it's not crazy.
0: I mean, you can prefer what you want. I'm telling you that's great. Look, here's— That's I, fine. That's just saying my opinion.
1: Look, like, I would prefer this guy, offensive coaches, over those.
0: It's your opinion. I get it. Here, Here's my thoughts on the hire. Look, uh, we've learned enough in Philadelphia. Just alone with the the last couple big hires we've had between Doug Peterson and Charlie Manuel with the Phillies, who were both uh, absolutely destroyed as hires, just absolutely killed. I mean, Charlie Manuel was was like actually mean things said about him and his intelligence yeah, and all that type of things. stuff. And th- those both proved. And even though Doug's gone now, he won a freaking Super Bowl. They were home run hires. They were great hires. So I am not going to damn Nick Sirianni as head coach by the hire because. I don't know. Like, again, I've learned to not overreact in terms of this guy sucks or he's going to be terrible or whatever without, without knowing, you know, without with none of us know. We don't know Nick Sirianni. Here's what I'll say. I hate the hire from the process. Like, I hate how Nick Sirianni became the head coach of the Eagles. First and foremost, to your point, and you've been saying this this whole time throughout this whole process, is whoever they hire, we have to think about it as, aside from just who it is, would you rather have that person than Doug Peterson? And I would not rather have Nick Sirianni than Doug Peterson. Flat-out facts. And you might even agree with me on that as high as you are on Sirianni. But I think the bigger problem, and we've had it the whole time, throughout this whole process, and that Paul Domowicz article that came out yesterday and and we talked about on the radio today and all that was damning. It painted a picture of exactly what I thought this process was, a team that is floundering, a team that has no idea what they're doing, a mess, a mess. In the front office, the owner, it's all a mess, Elliot. They wanted Robert Sala. Couldn't get him. Okay, fine. Uh, throughout the process, you're like, they're the Eagles. They're still a big job. I think we're proving here that this dysfunction, and Damo put it in the article. He said that Lori and Roseman, the dysfunction, all this stuff that has been happening, is, a, is an absolute hindrance to coaches wanting to come here. And I think that the fact that they ended up with Nick Sirianni, who, yes, could he be a great coach? Sure, he might be. Who knows? But he was certainly not someone any other team was interested in. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Look, I have no problem trying to find the right guy and and looking at at different candidates and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, this is is clearly a case, in my mind, of them wanting Lincoln Riley, him saying no. Them wanting other guys, whether it's Salah or whatever, those guys saying no, and them getting around eventually to Nick Sirianni and being like, oh, this guy's impressive. Let's hire him because we can't get the guys we want. The Eagles could not get the guys they want. That flat out, facts. They did not go into this search and say, Nick Sirianni, that's our guy. Let's interview a bunch of people just to make sure. But that's the dude. I will bet my life
1: that that never happened. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that was the case. I agree with you, right? And honestly- Honestly, it could be they preferred Josh McDaniels and couldn't get that that job. Sure, right? That's to certainly me, possible. I mean, Albert Breer is reporting that uh, Sirianni happened to be in Florida, so you know they interviewed him. He came there. He <laughs> impressed them. Like, oh but, my but,
0: god! But like, this is so, such so here- a mess, Elliot. This is a mess. The Eagles are a mess. Yeah, but, but, they are a disaster a- franchise right now. That's how I feel. Right. You're very down on the Eagles right Big now. Big time. I yeah, I think we're I think we're heading to lo- the best right good now. Fired up we games. we joked yeah. a lot about oh they'll never become the Philadelphia Browns and, and now the Browns are good. But that idea of the Philadelphia Jaguars, yeah. I feel like that's coming, dude. Like I think that we are screwed right now. I and look unless Sirianni ends up being a brilliant hire that it works out the way it did with Doug, the way it did with Charlie, and again that is possible. But uh, they need Nick Sirianni to be amazing to save this dysfunction and even then I don't think that could do it I think this is just a mess right now Elliot
1: so I, I just don't completely agree and l- let's talk about Nick first se- let me give my thoughts on Nick too for a second before we get into the dysfunction like maybe he maybe he was not the top guy on their list right but we see this every coaching cycle where the top guy right generally doesn't end up being the best hire when Doug Peterson was hired I think he was labeled the worst one he ended up lasting the longest he won a Super Bowl so like I get your point about and I agree with it to a certain extent that if you're always picking from the second or third tier like that's not where you want to be. I know that the first tier doesn't always end up being the best, but realistically you want to pick from the best candidates. But I think this year the best candidates like weren't that great. Robert Sala fine. I, I he seems like a good leader. We'll see what he's able to do there. And I, as as you know, I'm big on my head guy being offensive because you're going to lose him otherwise, right? Urban Meyer that's not doing anything for me. Arthur Smith You could convince me into that. Brandon Staley, fine. He's a defensive guy. He seems like he's smart. He's coached both sides of the ball. Maybe I'd pick him over Sirianni. But just because we didn't know Sirianni, that does not mean he won't end up being the best guy. And to your point about the dysfunction dysfunction can change quickly if you get the right head coach. Now, it's putting a lot of pressure on Sirianni, right? He's coming into a tough situation, to your point. It's tough to deal with Howie Roseman, it seems. They are dealing with a, a quarterback situation that's not ideal. What does this mean for Carson? We'll talk about that. Like, But it's a tough situation. But if he's a good head coach, things can turn around quickly and there's a lot to like about him. There is. I mean, like I said, he's young, right? He's ascended quickly but still has some good, uh, some good experience. I like that Frank Reich really liked him. I trust frank reich we talk about you know how what a good coach frank reich was here i think that if the fact frank reich hired him to be his offensive coordinator is is appealing to me so there are a lot of reasons to be excited about the hire whether he can overcome the dysfunction i don't know but we saw in 2017 that if you have the right head coach and the quarterback plays well you can overcome things quickly and it's a tough situation don't get me wrong but but i I get it. Well, but let me op- wait, let, let me say one thing. I do think I would I I would rather have Doug Peterson than Nick Seriani. I I agree with you on that. I do. I defended Doug all year, right, against people saying it was him and not it was him and not Carson. That being said, the offense wasn't that great the last two years. So so there is part of me that says as much as I would have kept Doug, and as much as Doug has all the qualities. Like, maybe something new will help. I don't know. But I, I do think I agree with you. I'd rather have Doug than, uh, than Nick. Yeah,
0: it, and look, again, I am acknowledging that, that Nick Sirianni might be good. Like, he might be a, a young, smart guy who ends up being a good head coach. But the first of all, the odds are that he isn't. I mean, flat out, the odds are
1: that he isn't. But regardless... Well, but you can make that... About but all then, of them. So, yes, are, about many about of them, but coach, certainly yes. someone okay.
0: with this little experience at this age who's never called plays before, has never been a head guy before. Like, I mean, you can point out and say, like, based on him and his resume and the history of the NFL, he's probably not going to work out. Regardless of that, I think coming into the situation he is coming into, With Howie Roseman, with Jeffrey Lurie, especially someone who's not going to have the cachet to stand up to them. Like, we're going to see more of this. The same dysfunction. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Howie Roseman's picking the game day roster yet again this year. Like, this is a guy who can't come in and put his foot down. He's not Josh McDaniels who says, I'm Josh McDaniels. I have six Super Bowl rings. Listen to me. Like, he can't do that. This guy's younger than Howie. And he's got less experience. Like, I hate it from that perspective. My number one quality I wanted in a coach hire was someone who's going to push back on these guys. Someone who's going to say, this is dysfunctional. Stop doing it this way. This doesn't work. Like, I wanted someone who could do that. And Nick Sirianni is not the guy unless he builds up some cachet. Of course, that could happen. But again, I think- Well, I don't see him building up much more cachet
1: than Doug did. Right. (laughs) And
0: I think another great point. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And again, a guy who's never called plays. Like, come on, really? Really? Of all the great play callers out there, you you get a guy who's never called plays before? It just, again, I, I am not- Saying that he won't or definitely won't be a good head coach. I've learned from the past. I understand that. I'm talking about the process that led to his hire and what it says about the Philadelphia Eagles. The process that led to his hire was one of dysfunction, one where they started the process late because they ended the season not even knowing they were going to fire Doug. So. Th- one, massive strike against them. Then they get in the process late, which doesn't allow them to woo the top guys or really get in on the top guys. It seemed like Sala's mind was made up before they even talked to him potentially. And so you don't even get a chance at those guys. Then you lose out on building those staffs that those guys are already building. So from the jump, this was a mess. And then you interview everyone under the sun and you come away with Nick Sirianni. A guy, again, like, it just is so uninspiring, Elliot. And... The whole process, like, you have to put two and two and two together and say, all right, like, this is a mess. The way this happened, the way that Nick Sirianni became the head coach of the Eagles – was a mess, man. The Jacksonville Jaguars did a better job in their head coaching search than the Eagles. Substantially better job. Like, a a way better job. And this is a situation where, again, even though they had decided not to fire Doug at the end of the season, like, they certainly had had to have discussions about it. They certainly had to be like, "All right, well, if we do decide to fire Doug, this is our plan. It was was a mess. And every person who's connected to the team, every person who's come out and talked about it has said it was a mess, Elliot.
1: Yeah, I... (sighs) I, I it's hard to disagree with the points you make. It is even though my gut is telling me that I think it's not as big of a mess as you're making it out to be. Your, your points are compelling. Now I do think firing Doug late was the, the crucial mistake here. It really was like, I'd be interested to know if they got a chance to interview Brian DeBull or Brandon Staley, like would they have been able to land those guys? I don't know. But I would say no. You're I, probably, you're probably right. The chargers job is, is a phenomenal job. Um, I think the Falcons job is comparable, but I think you're right that the, the process itself does not lend itself to feeling confident about it. I mean, like I said, just because I didn't know who Nick Seriani was a month ago doesn't mean that he won't be a good head coach. But yeah, if you would have told me in mid-November they were going to fire him for Nick Seriani, I would have been like – get out of here, that, that's not a good idea. But now that they have him, I can't lie to myself and say that he does have attractive qualities that I like. And but, but but one of my concerns about him is, I will say, as much as I wanted a young head coach, and maybe this is contradicting myself a little bit, there's a difference to me between like a young head coach like a Joe Brady or a Nick Sirianni, if that makes sense. For some reason, Nick Sirianni, I'll just be interested to see how his personality is coming in here. Like He seems like a good guy, but he also does kind of seem... I don't want to say pushover. That's not the right word. But he seems like uh, like Doug. Honestly, yes, he, he seems which is like why Doug. they it's,
0: hired him. That's
1: the problem. But Doug was a really, but Doug was a really good but, head coach. But, but, that but, was my but,
0: point. I, yeah, but again, I'm talking about forgetting the on the field stuff. I'm talking about the off the field. Like they want a puppet. Like these guys still want someone who they can control, someone who they can force the way they want. Like that's the disaster. That's the mistake. Like that's the issue, Elliot. Like again, are we gonna have another coach who allows Howie Roseman to set the game to roster? Like, come on, man! Come on! And I think what they did to Doug. I think what (laughs) they did to Doug. Hold on! Hold on! I think what they did to Doug. And 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 all the stuff that came out about. How Howie setting the game day roster, about them forcing him to tank, about this, about that. I think not only did that help lead to Doug's departure and Doug finally putting his foot down on all that, but I think that absolutely hamstrung them. I think that's why even if DeBowell interviewed, he's not coming here. That's why he took his name out of it. That's why Branson Staley said, I'm not even going to interview with you guys. Why would I interview with you guys? The Eagles are a mess and the rest of the league knows it, Elliot. That's the problem. No one wanted to come here because they don't want to work with Jeffrey
1: Lurie and Howie Roseman. That's the take. You could be right. I can't say that definitively. I just can't. But but I I, I see your concern there. I, I I see it, right? It's it's hard it's hard to ignore. But that doesn't mean he won't be a good head coach. I know that's not what you're saying. I know you're differentiating the two. But, you know, you said like you don't want someone to come in that's gonna be just like Doug in the way that he got pushed over. Well, Doug, you know, made the Super Bowl three of the last four years and I mean sorry, made the playoffs, my apologies. And he won the Super Bowl. So I I don't know. I I again I've I started the pot up by saying this. Maybe I'm being like a little naive here, but there is just something about this that I like. And I, I don't know what it is. Maybe your your points are good. But let me ask you, like, put your put your issues with the process aside. What do you think of the actual Canada?
0: Yeah. Like, again, um, w- while acknowledging that he might be good because we don't know him and all that, like, just the candidate himself, it it is uninspiring as well. Again, like you're getting an offensive coach who's never called plays in the NFL. Like the single most important thing we always talk about. Like even Joe Brady, who's 31, called plays this year. You know, like he was the offensive play caller. So getting a coach who's never called plays, who is only 39 years old. And again, like I'm okay with the younger guy, but that's young, man. I mean, that's young. Like you're talking about commanding respect in a locker room. You're talking about... Uh, Guys, I mean, if Jason Peters were on the team, which please don't let him be, Jason Peters is like a year younger than this guy. And again, that's not the the end of the world. I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to hire someone who's 39, I'm going to hire someone who has way more cachet, someone who's called plays in the NFL, someone who is... It it has a reputation. You know what I mean? Like, and again, that's why I keep saying, like, you have to put the qualifier in there. Like, I don't know Nick Siriani. I've never met the guy. I've never talked to him. I don't know what kind of leader a man he is. I don't really know what his offensive philosophy is. I just know that he worked with Frank Reich, which that's cool. Like, I don't we don't know enough about this guy to say um what we know about him. That's kind of where I'm at. Right. And but but you're leaning more towards the hope and the positive with it. I'm leaning more towards the negative. I'm saying what we know about him, his resume is an uninspiring hire. Considering it's the Philadelphia Eagles job, considering all the guys they interviewed, all the guys who are on the market, it is an inc- Like, if I had, before this whole process start laid out all the candidates for you and said, you know, Nick Sirianni's at the bottom. Like, he's at the bottom. First of all, you're well, like... First, no, hold on. First of all, you go, who's yep. Nick Sirianni? and then when you find out he is then you're like maybe you move him up a bit maybe some other people like what they read about him or whatever but but in reality like he's not a a real home run candidate like he's not someone who on paper again we don't I'm in the room and that's why I'm acknowledging it could be great who knows like you have to say that but the odds are looking at the resume looking at the process that led to hiring him and all that that it doesn't favor him being successful
1: yeah, I th- I think your point about if we ranked them at the beginning of the process he would not be like in the top 3 is is fair. Um but I do, what do you think mean in the if you stripped the top 10 Elliot top 10 but but, but, but but don't you well I, he would to me now, Look, If you took their names him, off,
0: he would still be lower down, man. He hasn't called plays in the NFL, like so. Already yeah, for me, for me, Joe Brady's ahead of him. Arthur Smith's ahead of him. Like all the guys they 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 interview who called plays in the NFL with success, I'm putting those guys ahead of him. Again, without knowing him and what kind of leader he is, like those guys are already ahead of him me ask for me. You
1: about the Joe Brady thing.
0: Let I mean, me like, why him Brady? over Deuce at this point? At least Deuce is like we we have. Evidence from people say that that dude commands a locker room. He played in the NFL. He's been a coach in the NFL for and ran it not as many places, but for as long as this guy has. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I would have rather Deuce than Nick Sirianni. At least I feel like Deuce going to push back on Lori and and Roseman a little bit and is going to not take Carson's shit and all that. Like, at least Deuce right. would be tough. Like, I don't know. I, I'm
1: I'm yeah, very but- uninspired. All right, so let's talk about Nick Sirianni versus Joe Brady, just as, as an example, because you're right. Like Arthur Smith, better candidate. I'm I was not into as not into as Arthur Smith as you were, but regardless, better candidate, right? So, but I so let's talk about Joe Brady. Who, if they hired Joe Brady, I think people would be excited about that. And I, and for what it's worth, seventy percent of Eagles fans, at least on my Twitter, like to hire. Doesn't mean right or wrong, but just I'm surprised by that. But so let's say they hired Joe Brady. Your reaction would would probably be more excited than Nick Sirianni right? Yeah, I would, but I would still have okay.
0: issues with, with Brady cause he's 31 and has never been a head coach and stuff like that. So I would, I would still
1: have some issues with it, but yes, I would prefer Joe Brady to see you're getting cold plays. Right. So, so, but the reason you would probably like Joe Brady is obviously one of the better candidates, although for what it's worth, nobody hired him. Just yeah. putting that out well, there. I Houston's agree, job right? is nope. still
0: open, but I don't think he's going to get it.
1: But yeah, I don't think he's going to get that job, but yeah, so no one's going to hire him. But like the things that we both liked about Joe Brady, young, offensive mind like those are the two priorities right and he did call plays for a year like that is big but if we're comparing just the resumes like nick seriani's been in the nfl for nine years he's been an offensive coordinator for three years so it it really depends like how much do you do you emphasis do you put in the play calling aspect versus the experience because nick Seriani's eight years older than uh than than Joe Brady. Like you just said one of your concerns with Nick Seriani was his age. And 39, he's young. Although the funny thing is with this coaching search, it almost feels like it's not that young in a weird way because we've been so like warped with the Joe Brady thing. And then obviously talking about Sean McVay and and all those guys. And I think even Brandon Staley is on the younger side um, as well. But I guess what I'm making is like the Joe Brady has the name. But the resumes themselves, I think you can make a strong argument that Nick Sirianni has a better resume. Now, it doesn't mean he'll be better than Joe Brady. It doesn't mean he'll be good at calling plays. Like, we'll see. And we also don't even know if he's going to call plays. I do think he will. I would but assume so, yeah. but I would assume so, well. But, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, Joe Brady has only been in the NFL for a year. Nick Sirianni's been in there for three. So I, I just think that if we take the name and we take the process of getting to him and we take his name off of it— like, if you strip those away, which, for what it's worth, those are both, like, the process is a little bit more of a substantial thing, but the name doesn't really matter. No, the like, name
0: doesn't, but I think the process is is is
1: paramount. Right, but like, so I think the process, process is but, as important as the result. But don't you see my point about how his resume is 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 a, really what we would have hoped for? No, like, coming no, into,
0: again, because uh, we, we, we said we wanted someone to go plays. Yes, we said that from the jump. Like, that was the very first thing we said. That was the very first thing we said a play caller, someone who's had success calling plays in the NFL. So, yeah, that would be my first choice. That uh, that alone puts Brady above him, and I agree. Look, I understand it. The rest of the resume, all that, you could argue Sirianni has a better resume than Joe Brady. I, I, again, the play calling thing is massive. Like, how is that not massive for you? You talk about it all the time. Like, I don't understand how you're just shirking this and saying, like, oh, no big deal that he didn't call plays. Like, I'm not, not saying for it's you, not a big That deal, would be a what? big deal. I'm like, not what do saying we know about this guy? Deal. We know that he was an offensive coordinator who didn't call plays. Like that's not a strong resume to me. Like again, there are other parts of it that are somewhat strong, but again, we're talking about compared to like Arthur Smith or like guys who have been in the NFL and 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 had success doing this for a while, calling plays. Like I don't know, it just it is so uninspiring to me. I
1: agree. Again, it's not it also just feels minor. like
0: it feels like a fallback. It feels like they didn't go into this search looking for n- not even just Nick Sirianni. A, Nick Sirianni. They weren't looking for that guy. They were looking for someone better. They were looking for Lincoln Riley. They were looking for one of the top candidates, Robert Sala, Arthur Smith, those types of guys. Even uh, Urban Meyer, something like that. Like I think they were looking for a real deal big move like that, and they ended up settling on Sirianni because they couldn't get those guys because it's a mess because yep. people don't want to come yeah. here. And, and I think that's, right, I'm that's, that's my change. headline. My headline is people don't want to come here. Eagles ended up with Sirianni. That's the way I look at this head coaching sir.
1: Right, and I, I I can see that point, right? And I know you feel that way. But what I'm saying is, and the play calling matters. I'm not trying to, to diminish it. But the point is, no matter what the process and no matter how ugly the process might have been and the fact that they couldn't get Lincoln Riley and all that stuff, they still ended up with a candidate that checked off three of the four boxes we wanted. Would you agree with that? No. Again, like— Why? What, what, what box besides play There calling, was a, lo- a leader of men.
0: I told you that. My two well, are we don't play don't know call- he's a
1: leader of men. Right. We exactly. We don't
0: know that. We don't know that. But I can't say that he is. And it's certainly the fact that he's— that, Like, again— I understand your point, like, but he also, his resume checks off boxes a little bit. It's not like he's some offensive genius who people talk about all the time. Like, We wanted one of those guys. We wanted someone who's like— But, but just because—but for what it's worth, like— He you might know, be. We, yes, he could be,
1: Elliot, but the point
0: is, is, as far as we know, he's not. Like, we don't know.
1: We don't but know. That. All of these guys are could be. That's the point I'm making. Like we don't know how Arthur Smith will be as a head coach. We don't know how Joe Brady will be. Right? I, we and don't I, know. Again, how
0: I agree. Be. I think we're 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 in agreement on. I'm telling you, Sirianni could be good. I'm saying that that how they ended up with him is bad. That's my point. It's yeah, not I, about the guy. It's about the process to get the guy. I, and, right, and and I, what that right. means is that it's likely that guy won't. And, and he might be good.
1: But I'm gonna bet on him not because of the process. All right. So I agree with you that the process was not great. Right. I agree with you. And that's just but but also like these are things we knew going in. Right. Like when they fired Doug, we all said it was not going to be an attractive job. So to be mad about it not being an attractive job now, like we knew that going in. But but also do you like my thing about the boxes about checking the three or the four box off? Do you agree with that? Like ultimately, we still ended up with a young offensive coach. So I, I, uh, I don't but see... But Elliot, it.
0: but here's I, what... Okay, I get what you're saying, but there's like a 100 young offensive coaches. Like, you could hang up with any young offensive coach. I wanted a young offensive coach from a group of offensive
1: coaches that Nick Sirianni wasn't on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I get that. Now, I do think there's a little bit a part of this where like when the Eagles draft someone in the third round and people are like, who's that? Like, I think there's a little bit of that in here where just because we didn't know Nick Sirianni was viewed as a, as a, like a young head coach candidate doesn't mean he wasn't. And the fact that he wasn't interviewed, that's concerning. I mean, there were six other head coaching. I was thinking about this last night. There were six other jobs open besides the Eagles, the Eagles. It seems like their final three candidates were Josh McDaniels, Nick Sirianni and Deuce Daly. Right. Three of those guys did not interview for anybody else. It's a great point. Uh, I don't believe I don't believe interviewed for anybody. Yeah. It's a really good point. Yes. So that's not great. I agree. Like I I agree. I just think ultimately for me, like on a big picture scale, if when they fired Doug, you told me they were going to hire a young offensive mind. And especially I do think it's attractive. He's coming from the Colts. I do like, they're not hiring a young offensive mind from, you know, like the Jaguars or somebody like that. Like, I do think he's coming from underneath the head coach that I, I trust in Frank Reich. He he His resume, now again, he's not calling the plays, but his resume is good in terms of two of the last three years being a top 10, 10 offense. And the whole leader of men thing, like that's so subjective to me. Everyone said, well, Deuce is a great leader of men, and I know his players vouch for him. We don't know if he's going to be. We don't know if Robert Sala is sure. going to be. We don't know if Arthur Smith is going to be. So, with a few of knows- those guys,
0: like with, with Robert Sala, like, there have been enough Players who have talked about that with Deuce Staley, we had players talking about it. So I do yeah, think you can make once some. You're the main guy. I know, but I think you can make some assertions about what that guy is like in front of a crowd of men trying to get them riled up based on what they've done before. And look yeah. again, Sirany might be that. I just. He do, uh, it doesn't strike me and again it is 39 year old making a big jump from not calling plays to being a head coach of an organization with a lot of dysfunction like it just feels like he's stepping into a spot with long odds man like it's a tough spot for this guy any, yeah any
1: coach would have been stepping in with long odds Right, so. but, uh, but someone McDaniels with would more have been, experience Deuce would have been
0: someone with more experience would have made sense from that perspective someone like I mean again I would have loved McDaniel's over him but uh, you know whatever but I, I want, again, and it all comes back to the Howie, Jeffery thing, I want someone who's going to stand up to those guys. But hold on. I'm, I'm going to read. Uh, it's interesting because in one second I'm going to tell you two, the two sides of uh, reports from the NFL. I got two, um, as everything's coming out now, I got two NFL sources talking about Sirianni, one on one and one on the other. That's coming up in a sec. But first, quickly, I know we're deep in Sirianni, but, but – I know. You are
1: worked up today, I'm man. I'm excited. This is this. good.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am too. I don't uh, know if
1: excited is the word. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excitable,
0: maybe. Um, but I am yeah. excited for some, some football this weekend. Tomorrow, we will do our Parks Pick Show. We will go through the championship games and talk about who we think is going to win, some prop bets, have a lot of fun with that as well. And, of course, if you have not downloaded the Parks, you know, sportsbook app yet, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're doing. Please download the app and have some fun with us. Elliot and I have been having a blast all season long, betting on anything and everything. Elliot, in fact, didn't
1: you just hit a, a parlay last night? Yeah. Well. Whoa, yeah. big dog, big dog. Here, here's what I would say: if you're going to say who should I trust in this situation, Elliot or James, one of us hit a three-leg parlay on uh, on Tuesday night. The other one didn't. So, look, look in terms of w- whether this guy's going to be a good head coach, like one of us is red hot. The other one is not. You
0: need to download this app. You can make some money yourself too. Again, you can bet on the games this weekend. As of now, Green Bay a three and a half point favorite hosting Tampa. KC a three point favorite hosting Buffalo. And of course, you can bet on college hoops, pro basketball, pro hockey, anything and everything in so many ways to bet. You can bet on more than just the teams. You can bet on scores, on who's going to score first, future odds, anything and everything. Easy deposits, great odds, outstanding customer service. And here's the deal: if you sign up now, you get a risk free bet of up to five. Hundred dollars, Yes, $500. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's parxcasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Again, problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, two, uh, two source... Uh, talking about Nick uh, Sirianni. I'll give the, the more negative one first than the positive one. Jeff McClain saying, from an NFL source familiar with Sirianni's credentials as a coach, quote-unquote, good guy, solid candidate, fairly smart, but not super smart.
1: <laughs> that was funny. I saw that.
0: <laughs> Concern he is likely to top out as a B-level coach for the team that is in the mix to make the playoffs but not a real Super Bowl chance, low drama, even keel. Now, on the flip side, Matt Lombardo tweeting out, what are the Eagles getting in Nick Sirianni from an NFL source? Young energetic coach was extremely smart. So some con- contradiction
1: there. Uh, says, this really says what we should put into right? these yeah, yeah. quotes, but go ahead.
0: Uh, can relate with young old, young and older players. Excellent teacher and development of talent. Puts players in place to succeed based on their strong qualities. So, you know, you hope you're getting the, the Matt Lombardo guy, not the Jeff McClain guy, Elliot.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: look, I, I
1: mean, I, I would say the Eagles, I don't know. I'm conflicted on where to go at this. On oh, one no. hand, I look at the Eagles past – past two coaching hires, and I say they did not work out in a lot of ways. Obviously, Doug won the Super Bowl, but they ended up not trusting him. He's gone after five years, right? On the other, Chip Kelly did win 26 games in three years, which isn't bad, but he ended up being fired after three years. So I don't know. Like, It comes down to how much do we trust Jeffrey Lurie and, and Howie to make this decision. I, and I think Jeffrey made the ultimate decision. I think Howie clearly had input on it. But – Jeffrey made the ultimate one and I'd imagine they were impressed by him right I mean well of course they like they, they, I, 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 like
0: they I could have would hired hope James. they
1: I would hope they were impressed by him they made him their head coach Elliot yeah, but I don't think this was a situation where, they wanted Josh McDaniels but couldn't get him. Where So we I don't do know. think they picked don't know over either. McDaniels.
0: They might have. But again, McDaniels had a lot of issues and a lot of flaws. There's a reason that the Eagles were the only team interested in Josh McDaniels. Whereas Nick Sirianni, it's more of a maybe in a few years, maybe calls plays, then he's a, a real candidate or whatever. Seemed like he was someone who maybe down the road would, would be in those discussions but was clearly not except for the Eagles this year. McDaniels would be every year, every coaching hire circle if he didn't have these issues. So... The fact that the Eagles were only the only one interest in interviewing McDaniel's also shows that perhaps the reasons they didn't chose him is the reasons that other teams won't even interview. Him. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. So here, let, let let's do this. I'm going to name the, the head coaches that were hired this off season. You tell me whether you would have Nick rather have that coach or Nick Sirianni? Um, right? I mean, I'm um, yeah. I think I'm
0: probably oh, going to say. Let's just go most. through him.
1: Let's just yes. Let's just go through them. All right. Urban Meyer. Yes, I'd rather have Urban Meyer.
0: And I, I don't even right. know if Urban Meyer is going to work in the NFL, but I'll take a shot on one of the great college coaches of all time.
1: Okay. I'd rather have Nick Sirianni. Um, Dan Campbell. Uh, so you're talking to the
0: original Dan Campbell fan? I like, know. I saw uh, it. <laughs> <was>,
1: 2015, yeah. <laughs> I, was I was in on
0: Dan. I loved the guy. He did the Oklahoma drill. I was like, that's my guy. Um, I I, I don't know. That one's really close for me. I, I, Dan Campbell isn't the type of coach I want, but like, I do think he's a true leader of men, like a real deal leader of men guy. And I think he gets people fired up. So, I don't know, uh, even. Well, just pick. It's not, it's uh, fine, not if I have care. to pick, I'll take Dan Campbell. All
1: right, I'll take Nick Nick Serioli. Obviously,
0: I would assume. In that
1: one. Yeah, Brandon Staley.
0: I'd rather have Staley, just based on what everyone said about the guy. Everyone was obsessed with him. It seems like he's a real deal, you know, up-and-coming type of guy. And the way people talked about him... I think I would probably get Brandon Staley shot. And again, this is all provided not meeting these people and being- a Yeah, without knowing know. the people. Like right. Brandon Staley seems like someone who
1: there is real,
0: real excitement about.
1: Yeah. Hmm. This one's tough for me. I really don't like defensive head coaches. I'll take Nick Sirianni. FN. Why you? not? You love this I, I'm guy. going offense over defense. Biggest
0: Nick Sirianni supporter in the world, Elliot Sharp. I know,
1: right? Look at look at me. Like, uh, and it's not even a devil's advocate take because 70% of people agree with me, apparently. but well, uh, I, right. I will say, I think that's a
0: Twitter audience. If I had to guess uh, on WIP right now, we're doing a show, we're not listening. I'm guessing the response is a little less uh, positive. I had to guess.
1: I would imagine. Yes. Alright, Robert Sala, I know where you're falling on this Yeah, one. I want Sala. Alright, so... I guess I would take Saul if I really had to just because it seems like that's what everyone else would do. Maybe I'm being like following the pack deal. But again, I do like offense over defense. So, all right, Arthur Smith. I think we'd both take Arthur Smith. Yeah,
0: I really liked I liked him a lot more than you. I was,
1: uh, Arthur Smith was one of my favorites this whole process. All right, so now what about Deuce Daly?
0: I would have taken Deuce. I already told you. Yeah, I would take Deuce. I, I like okay. Deuce, and I, I, as we've talked about the stuff that we've heard from Richie about how smart he is, the leader of men stuff, I would have given Deuce a shot, especially after all this time, and especially if you're just going to hire Nick Sirianni, like, yeah, I would have I given Deuce a shot. And I want to talk uh, about Deuce and what this means for Deuce in a minute, too, but I would have given Deuce
1: a shot. Yeah. All right, quick, quick tweet. Uh, Danny Woodhead, who I guess played for him when he was with uh... – San Diego when he was with the Chargers, one of my favorite coaches in my career ranks up there with coaches I've been around as far as how sharp he is. So say it again, you know, I guess where he said, one of my fate, one of the, my favorite coaches in my career ranks up there with coaches I've been around as far as how sharp he is.
0: Look at that. There you
1: go. Look, and again, we so, uh, people inputting on how smart he is. The fact that's a debate is probably not it's pretty a funny. Great thing about it's the Yeah. Coach. The fact yeah. that it's <laughs> even being Everyone's discussed. Everyone's texting about whether he's smart or not. Yeah. Is so. this
0: guy smart or not or whatever? Um and look, I there are look again. I'm I don't want to totally shit all over Sirianni, it, the person and the and the your anger is much more with the process. I, it's it's totally like, with the process because like quick. look, there are things about Nick Sirianni I do like. Like I like that he's a uh, from a coaching family. Like his dad was a coach, his brother's a coach. Like I do like that kind of stuff. Like that's one of the things I talked about with Jalen Hurts. I love that he's a coach's son. Like that stuff matters. I I do I do like that he is he clearly is someone who who is a a. Coach, like a true coach in the sense of the word, and everything we hear about him being a teacher and development, all that, I do think that is the type of thing the Eagles need right now, heading into a rebuilding period. So, like, there are things to like about Nick Sirianni. It's just, it's just when you look at the other options and the way that they settled, the way they ended up on Sirianni, it just, it, it feels disappointing.
1: Yeah, I, I can't. Like I said, I don't feel that way, but I can't dispute anybody that does. I just can't. So, um. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let,
0: let's talk about Deuce because obviously it seems like Deuce really got, you know, far in this this process here. Uh, an interesting nugget from the Damo article. Uh, yeah, that this was I had never heard before. I don't think any of us had, but that Deuce was actually offered the offensive coordinator job when Frank Reich left and turned it down because it didn't include play calling responsibilities, which is fascinating. And we can argue or discuss whether that was a mistake by Deuce or not, or whether it's a principle. Huh, or, yeah. or whatever. I think it was a mistake. I mean, if you want some, yeah, he wants to be a coach someday, I think it was. Regardless, um, it looked like Deuce got far in the process. We heard Howard Eskin saying that players were texting Jeffrey Laurie to voice their support for Deuce, which creates a whole other weird issue here. Um, I- I've said many times throughout this process that if Deuce doesn't get the job, and particularly if they hire someone like Sirianni, um, you know, someone who's a, a young offensive coach from another team. Like, if I'm Deuce, I'm out. If I'm Deuce, I'm like, fuck this. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what more do I need to do here? So that's what I would do. What do you think happens with
1: Deuce now? Well, the question is, does he have anywhere to go now? The fact that he interviewed or at least almost had a chance at offense coordinator job with the Colts, like their job's open now. So who sure. knows? Maybe that's where wouldn't he ends that, up. Wouldn't that but be something if, if I, man,
0: us and the Colts, it's very incestuous these days. Elliot.
1: There'd be a lot of uh, Eagles fans saying they're going to root for the Colts. If Deuce is the OC uh-huh. and Frank Reich is Carson there. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, I think the fact they hired Nick Sirianni shows that they were never seriously considering Deuce. They can say whatever they want. Um, I think that as a fallback option, he was always there. I'm not doubting what Howard Eskin says. Like players did want him. I'm sure he was impressive in his, in his interview. Like they were never going to hire Deuce because of the, uh, because of the reason they hired Nick Sirianni, which is Deuce had, they've never made him offensive coordinator. So clearly they don't super believe in his mind as, as an offensive coach. They've never allowed him to coach quarterbacks or anything like that. Right? So they by not promoting Deuce, they've really hindered his chances of getting the job. But if you're going to hire a 39-year-old who hasn't called plays, and again, I'm, I don't want to like, you know, come across like I'm diminishing. I get it's a big deal, but they were they were never going to hire Deuce. If if you hired Nick Seriani, Deuce had no shot. Deuce has been in the building for years. They knew who Deuce was. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Now, where does he go from here? I don't know. If I were Deuce, I would want to get a job somewhere else. I wouldn't quit out of anger. I would still like to work and be employed, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure Deuce is not happy.
0: Nor should he be. You know, I would... And look, you're right. He might not have an opportunity right now to leave. But if I'm Deuce, I am I am on my way out. I am looking for any opportunity I can to get out of here because they clearly don't view you the way you want to be viewed. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Right. Like now, just what he, it is. here's the, the next question.
1: What do you think this means for Carson?
0: Well, that, it, it, look at you. Are you reading my little sheet that I wrote down my notes Always. here on? Because, Because that's literally... The next question. Uh, uh, I think it is. It means Carson's going to be back. I think this is a a pro Carson hire. Obviously, the connection to Frank Reich. We've heard a lot about how you know there have been the reports about how tied to Frank Reich Carson is. How he's the only person in the NFL he trusts, and all this type of stuff. And now they're hiring Frank Reich's right hand man. They're hiring the guy who's there with Frank. So my guess is that they made this hire with the idea that that Nick Sirianni is pro Carson, that Carson is pro Nick Sirianni. That is my guess.
1: I think I would agree. Now, I, I do think that there is still the argument to be made that I don't think they're hiring Nick Sirianni to win right away. I don't think uh, when, when Jeffrey Lurie talked about Carson and called him an asset and all those things, that those things are all still true. I still think for a rebuilding team, Carson doesn't make sense on the roster. But yeah, I, I tend to agree. Like Nick Sirianni feels like a Carson Wentz head coach. You know, like that just is my my gut read on it. Um We'll see how Carson feels about it, though, too. Like, who knows? Maybe Carson doesn't want to come in. Now, the fact that Carson and Frank Reich are, are close, I'm sure Frank's going to give him the the seal of approval. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this would tend to – this would lend me to believe Carson is back.
0: Yeah, that that's where I'm at, and and neither uh, – you or me certainly, I think, are, are super excited about that prospect. And, you know, and again, to – you know, when you look at the the situation this team is in, I mean, I just – I know we've argued about this before. Are you coming more around to my? They're going to be a, a four or five win team again this year, philosophy? Because I am
1: squarely there, brother, squarely. Well, so your your take was more, and let me tell you what your take was. Right, <laughs> but, uh, your your take to me seemed more that they're going to be like a three or four win team for two to three years. Well, I think I, they're, I, I think, think they're in a
0: bad spot for multiple years. Yes, but I think certainly this first year.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're. I don't think I'm going to pick them to win the division this year. Assuming that uh, Dak is back with the Cowboys, I think they could win more than four games. I mean, look, they got the worst quarterback play in the NFL last year, and they won four games. So if Nick Sirianni is able to come in here, look, Carson oh, that, was quarter, gonna play that better. quarterback's going to be back. So yeah, but that quarterback is going to We're play the worst than he roster because they can't
0: sign anybody. It's
1: going to be great. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I think with that exact roster they had last year, and with the worst quarterback play in the NFL they won four games. So if they bring back like the exact same roster and Carson, is even just like the the 18th best quarterback in the league. I think they'll win more than four games. I don't think the division will be that good again, but I mean, the interesting thing we'll see be how big of a, how long of a rope did the Sirianni get? Like, on one hand, I think you owe almost any head coach at least two years, right? If not three to kind of like see. On the other hand, this is a guy that, as you've talked about, not super inspiring, even though he checks off boxes for me. Yes, not super inspiring. I do wonder if he comes in here and is a disaster right away. Like, I don't know. So, but if we had to guess early win total prediction for the Eagles, I don't six or seven wins, something like that.
0: Ugh. What an honor. I mean, just this whole off season, man. Just so uninspiring, so disappointing. Truly makes me concerned about the future of this franchise. Like, Jeffrey Lurie, if, again, I know I've said this before, but, but Jeffrey Lurie should be in all of our crosshairs now. We have given Laurie a pass for a long time, and it's well-deserved. He has been a great owner. That's over. Jeffrey Lurie is way more in the Jerry Jones camp than he is in the old-school Jeffrey Lurie camp now. Like, Jeffrey Laurie's a problem. For this Eagles team right now. Howie Roseman is obviously a problem. But Jeffrey Lurie's enabling and coddling and support of Howie Roseman. And then his meddling with football operations and how he's enabling of him in allowing him to do it has created this situation where, again, I I, I am so, so concerned about this franchise right now, Elliot. I am, I am as concerned about the Eagles and their future as I, I think I've ever been. Certainly, I know, since I, I was tell. an adult, and 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 you know, certainly since since before Andy, like this is as concerned as I've been. Even at the end of Chip, it felt less bad. Even at the end of Chip, Jeffrey took his team back. At least I believed in the owner. I don't believe in Jeffrey Lurie right now. Like I don't trust Jeff for the first time in a long time ever. Really, with Jeffrey Lurie as the owner of this team, I don't. I'm saying that I don't trust Jeffrey Lurie to be a good owner. I don't.
1: I'm not there yet. I'm I'm not. And look, we'll we'll find out. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens. Who who's more right on this? But I, I'm not there in terms of them being as big of a disaster. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to Nick Sirianni. See what he's like. I'll say that it'll be interesting to see. Also, it'll be interesting how they spin this. You know, like they they can't. This isn't the draft. You you can't come out and say this was a guy number one guy on our board all along. They're you know, going they're to. So- they're
0: going to. They're going to some form of that. Or, or, at worst, the moment we met him, we were like, this is the guy. Like, it's going to be yeah, some... Yeah, I think that's the It's going to be yeah. some bullshit. Like, they're going to feed us some bullshit. It just is what it is. Just know it going in. They're going to feed us some bullshit. It is what it is. It's going to It's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. I just... Yeah. You know, again, I, I look, there's a lot of... We're going to continue to talk about this. Obviously, we're on the air on Saturday, so that's two days from now. We will be, I'm sure, talking about this, one to three on WIP. Um, and I'm sure... Into next week and, and moving forward, once we start, obviously there's a lot more this offseason to talk about, but this is not a, a one pod, you know, ends the discussion on the Nick Sirianni hire type of thing. But, but my, and again, I, I really do acknowledge there are things I like about Nick Sirianni. I don't think it's, you know, like this boob that they hired or this, this idiot or whatever. Yeah, I, like, I, I get that. I'm yeah. not trying to say that. I'm just saying that I am very nervous. And again, like it, it might be a situation where because of how, dysfunctional the team and the way they operate is that that no coach could step in here and, and succeed. And that's, again, why I wanted a coach who's going to be strong, who's was going to come in. And maybe, look, maybe Nick Sirianni comes in and is like, I'm not taking your shit. And, and you know, it's certainly possible. Well, I don't think he would have
1: gotten a job. Uh, the I know,
0: shows. Elliot, I know. And that's my problem. Yeah. I know. I'm just putting out there the possibility. But I wanted someone who's going to stand up to those guys. Someone who's going to change the process around there. And I just don't think Nick Sirianni is that guy. And as a result... Other than hoping for luck, other than hoping for the ball to bounce their way, for injury luck, for for whatever, like, I just don't know how you could be really positive about the, the – and when I see the future, I mean the next few years, like, I don't know how you could be positive about this team, like where they're at. Yeah, like, but I, I, I mean, would have said I, that after I, Chip Kelly. I know, but, like, I, I, I wouldn't have book. said after yeah. Chip Kelly because of Jeffrey Lurie. I would not have said, I think the Eagles – In terms of if I were to bet on a team, like, most wins over the next five years, like, they'd be my bottom five, man. Like, they would be that low for me. Like, they would be one of the last teams I would pick, like, in terms of who I think is going to have success over the next few years. That's how
1: how down I am on this setup right now and who's in charge. Well, we shall find out. And, like I said, I'm a little more high on the higher than you are, but we shall find out. And it just – I never would have thought Nick Sirian was going to be the head coach two weeks ago. Oh. You know, so it's just. Okay, again, again, go back, I'll go back
0: in. to what I said at the beginning of the pod, and it's something you've said this whole process, but but just to to put a fine point on it, the Eagles fired Super Bowl winning coach, Yeah, Doug Peterson, less than three years after he won the first Super Bowl in the history of the franchise, to hire Nick Sirian. Like, yeah. that's it. I got much more to say about the hire when it comes to that. You know what I mean?
1: No, I agree. I agree. On the surface, it's absolutely ridiculous. So <laughs> I hope you're right. I hope maybe this, my optimism. I hope will be this wrong.
0: guy's a superstar. I hope I'm wrong more than anything in the world. I hope. I'm, and again, and again, maybe he is great. Like maybe he's awesome. It's just the Eagles themselves and the the process and the front office. Like I just, I am. I'm. I'm super nervous, man.
1: I'm super nervous. So well, let me ask you this on a name scale, like the Jack Fritz name scale. Oh
0: yeah. This is an interesting one, because I actually, so I, I think I've come around, I, I initially was like, Nick Sirianni, really? Like, that's the head coach? And now that, like, I've kind of come around on it, and you know, you see people calling him the Italian and all that, and you get Italian stallion and all that, I'm actually coming around, I actually kind of like it on a name scale. Yeah, my, I think
1: it's so unique. It's, it's so good. unique, because
0: exactly, wow. that was my first, I was like, that? And now I've come yeah. around that it's so unique, and and, again, Philly, Rocky, the Italian, and all that stuff. Like, it works. Uh, so the name works for me. Nick Sirianni, name,
1: winner. Boom. Well,
0: then we ended it on
1: a high note. And that's
0: <laughs> what I love. All right. Rate and review the pod. Uh, we're still short of our goal. We're going to take the SATs as soon as we get to 2005. Five star only reviews, please. Um, Elliot,
1: uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? <sighs> No, I feel like we've talked about everything. I'm excited to see his staff who he builds out. Yeah, uh, that's obviously a big thing. Talk to him and look, it's going to be interesting. I mean, at the very least, you know, it's going to be interesting to get to know a new head coach, see how things work out. So I was getting a little tired of the search. I was kind of ready for there to be a hire, so I'm happy there was a hire, and uh, it'll be interesting to get to know him. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely happy the search was over. As people can tell by listening to this podcast, it made me mad, so I'm happy to be done with it. And again, like you know. We're all going to support next year, honey. I, I hope he works. I'm an Eagles fan. So I, I hope it's a, a great hire and we don't know any better and whatever. I just, the way it happened certainly left a, uh, a bad taste in my mouth. Um, all right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We will preview the weekend conference championship weekend, the the holy weekend in the NFL with two great matchups and, and four great, Super Bowl contenders like you know you, a lot of these years you're like oh I really hope that team doesn't win or that team or we don't get that Super Bowl like honestly legitimately all combinations of the four teams I'm happy with I think it's gonna be a lot of fun we'll talk about what our favorite Super Bowl uh, matchup will be tomorrow uh, on that show as well and then of course Saturday 1-3 to 3 on WIP Nick Sirianni your Eagles there is. head coach we'll be back tomorrow for Elliot James we'll talk to you soon